Yeah, a little birthday edition, Al. Thank you to everybody that has uh, said something nice on Twitter. Everybody that has not, well, you know where you can go. That's the way that that goes, but I appreciate it. People always are super nice on Twitter. Always. I don't know well, what your a- experience has been, but for me personally, it's only incredibly positive and, hey, a, go about the rest of your day. A bastion get of positivity. Nothing but, hey, you know what? You're doing a great job. I hope you have a great deal of success yep. and good luck moving forward. Nothing but that. It's all wonderful. That's why Twitter, <laughs> social media, it's important. Yeah. It's key to our society moving forward. Absolutely. You ready for a belated Ask Slee? Sure. All right, here you go. This is from Drew in West L.A. Does Al remind Thanksgiving dinner patrons that turkey contains tryptophan and that's why they're feeling sleepy? <laughs> There's always somebody, God, I feel I'm so full. Hey, you know why? You know, it's just it's it's tryptophan in the turkey. You don't do that? <laughs> no, everybody knows at this point. Yeah, but I thought it might be like similar to when you pass by a place <laughs> and you kind of mention it all the <laughs> well, time. Well, hey, you're right. That that would that would it's line up pretty well. The... It would it would line up. But no, for whatever reason, that's not one of my go-to. Are you the tryptophan guy? No, no. I just- You ready yeah. for another one? I just get frustrated at the football games. This is John Castro says, Slee, you're getting estimates for a major repair on your home. Do you take the best price or the company you trust to do a better job? Hashtag Ask Slee. It's an easy one. Company you trust. Yeah, for sure. That that that's. Does anybody just hunt price? Well, I get it's part of the equation, but it it if you go well, to I the cheapest guy, people, I think a lot of just people do price. It. Oh yeah, you're gonna definitely. get you're gonna get a lot of bad quality. But that it way. might take it might take some mistakes doing it that way to then realize okay we got to go to somebody that. Well, it's, it's like one of those things you go to buy. I don't know. Let's just use like a. This is old school, like a boombox, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that one's forty-two dollars. Yeah, but it's going to break in three weeks. That one's a hundred and five dollars. I get it. Let's save up and get the more because we'll, we'll buy it once and we never have to buy it again. As opposed to, yeah, I'm gonna have to buy that same. I'll one go to the forty-two dollar one. Times. I'll go to the forty-two dollar one. <laughs> no, guy's you're, gonna repair you're doing it. Your repair research. for eighty-four dollars. <laughs> Perfect. ESPN Radio, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. All right, real quick here today. Today's uh, stat hero of the day, AD Anthony. Anthony Davis. So we're going to play a clip from AD in just a second here. Anthony Davis is the third player with 30 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, five blocks, and four steals in a game since joining uh, Hakeem Olajuwon and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Shaq had something really close to, I think, back in like 2003, something Mm -hmm. along those lines. Um, So uh, Stat Hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives a player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710 ESPN for 100% deposit match. AD obviously churned it up in the fourth quarter. Sure did. Russell Westbrook churned it up in the sure fourth did. quarter. Um, I, I want to play something from Anthony Davis yesterday because the, the conversation after you know yesterday's win, there's a couple conversations. One is you came back, you were down 17 against the Pistons to run your record to 9-9. Nine and nine. Mm-hmm. You had already started the road trip 0-2, so you were kind of desperate to get a victory here. And then, of course, everything that took place involving LeBron James. So AD had some comments and some thoughts. Let's take a listen to what he thought uh, of, obviously, that play yesterday with Isaiah Stewart. Boxing out, you know, he, he tried to – Stewart tried to get physical with LeBron. LeBron did the same thing. You know, everyone in the league knows LeBron not a dirty guy. I nearly hit him. As soon as he did it, he looked back at him and told him, oh, my bad, I didn't try to do it. And he tried to – I don't know what he was trying to do. But I know nobody on our team, uh, 1 through 15, was, was having it. You know, we're going to protect our brother. Of course. Look, once the pushing and shoving starts, everybody's going to get involved. Everybody's going to make sure that, you know, they Everyone protect their guys. Everyone was just stopping one guy. 
Yeah, no, Stewart was out of his mind. He was he was angry. He got cut. He was bleeding. He felt it was a cheap shot. He he wanted to fight. You know, usually when those things start and guys start pushing and shoving and screaming and I'm going to kick your you know what, it's a lot of posturing for TV saving face and those things. Isaiah Stewart wanted to fight. He he really did. He wanted to fight LeBron James and you know he was not going to let it go. Even that moment where look, we've all gotten hit in the nose, whatever it is, or or you're playing, you're like and you're you're angry. And then even after you maybe push the other guy back and you have a moment, the temperature starts to come down pretty quickly, right? Unless it's going back up. And it usually comes down pretty quickly if everyone else is kind of chill. And everyone else there there really weren't no no one else was was escalating. LeBron actually tried right after he did it, kind of like that's my bad. The Pistons weren't and the Lakers weren't. No, no, it was only Isaiah Stewart, but he was incredibly angry. He doubled back two or three different times to try to get at LeBron. Um, I get what AD's saying. I get that, you know, he didn't do it on purpose. that's what Anthony Davis is supposed to say. I think if I'm in the league office and I get that tape and say, hey, do we going to suspend this guy or not? I have a hard time looking at that and seeing LeBron James swing a closed fist at that level and go with, oh, I don't think he was trying to hit somebody. I don't think he was trying to cut his eye open. I don't think he was trying to make him bleed out on the floor like he did. But he was trying to, to play a little rough, a little physical, maybe a little dirty in that moment. And he caught a guy. I just I don't I don't know how you can split a guy's open with a closed fist and not get suspended. It just so doesn't sound right. I, I had walked in yesterday when I did the postgame show. I'm thinking in my head, okay, do I think LeBron's going to get suspended for a game? Uh, okay, let's look at LeBron's reputation. Okay, he's only been he's only been ejected one other time other than yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to come into play on this. Um, Lakers got a game in New York tomorrow against the Knicks. Then they got a game against Indiana Pacers. I think the more we have sat here and had this conversation, you seem pretty adamant that you don't expect him not to get an ejection or uh, not to get a suspension for we'll at least a game. Yeah. So if that's the case, obviously it would be tomorrow against the Knicks. Can they wait? I mean, I'm really asking, like, can no, you wait for they. the Knicks game to go by and then say, you know, we finally got a chance to get around to it. We had a lot of emails in our inbox over the weekend, and we finally saw the LeBron win. Yeah, you sit down against the Pacers. They let him play against the Knicks. That's that's not even a possibility. We didn't even see the footage. When, when did what? this come in? When, when did this go? <laughs> Isaiah Stewart suspended for four games or whatever it is. When they get Isaiah, we only watched the Isaiah Stewart portion of this. We didn't get to LeBron. We didn't even know what happened. We we're going to get around to it later. By the way, that does sound like a, well, Lakers are in New York with Madison Square Garden. There's a lot of money on it's the big line deal. Um, I, I'll say this: whether he gets suspended or he doesn't, I think that I that one of the other things I took away from you know yesterday's game, we got some sound here. I want to play here from Coach Vogel. So. Lakers rallied after this all went down. They rallied in the fourth quarter. They outscored the Pistons by 20. The Lakers were down 17 at at one point, I want to say in the third quarter, in the second half, certainly the second half. And they rallied around that moment. I I don't know if you think this is a little extreme here, but Coach says this could be one of those defying moments, defining moments um, for this team. Let's take a quick listen to it. To me, it's one of those things that can change the momentum of your season, you know, to see guys rally around uh, a teammate that, that just got ejected like that, you know, in a, in a strange circumstance, played with incredible guts, started the fourth quarter down 15. You know, that's, a term, that's the determination that this, this team is going to need. I think one of the issues, Trav, kind of the reality with the Lakers so far this season, um, we, we rarely see fight. So it's not like this squad is walking around game in, game out, and they're leaving everything on the floor. Where you and I are 
um, you know, coming in here in the morning and saying, you know what, Lakers lost that game, but they didn't lose that game because they didn't want it. Mm-hmm. They didn't lose that game because another team just uh, outplayed them, or you know what I'm saying. So I, I think the the fact that the Lakers were having that conversation about the Lakers 18 games in the season, that they needed a game like this, a predicament like that, against the Detroit Pistons, down 17 points, trying to stop being 0-3 on this road trip, that's concerning. Well, look, I, I want to be clear on how I say this. I'm not saying that the the guy getting injured and getting his eye split is anything other than unfortunate, it's bad luck, LeBron heads, it's bad luck, et cetera, et cetera. But with all that in mind, Lakers got a little lucky that there was some stuff to talk about in this game and not just the game. The fact that we're spending a lot more time talking about is They got Le- lucky winning the game. Yeah, well, for sure. But that we're talking about LeBron. Is he going to get suspended? Is is you know the fact that Isaiah Stewart was as angry as he was sure, and kept sure. escalating this that's the topic. It's taking away the attention right? from the, the game. The attention, yeah. the, the game itself was, And the weekend. The the weekend for mm-hmm. sure, because we just kind of moved past the Celtics because Friday, like you said, that's the great dumping ground for things you don't want people to see. Is Friday night. By the time you get to Monday, it's ancient history. We've forgotten about it. Fact of the matter is they lose to the Bucks. They go into the Celtics. They lose by 22 points. They turn around and they go to Detroit. Detroit's a bad basketball team. Four and 11 coming into that game. You're down 17 points in the second half. You're down 17 points to another bad team. Now, they had a great third quarter where they outscored them by 20 points. They win the game and they save it because without the fight, and I'm not talking about metaphorical fight. I'm talking about the actual fight where Isaiah Stewart wants to go attack LeBron James. Without that, we're talking about another game where they look terrible. Terrible. I know that the – look, rallying to beat the Pistons, sorry, not impressed. Did, uh, is it better than losing? I guess. I mean, yeah, but I still have not – I don't want to hear about Anthony Davis's stat line. I don't want to hear about how Russell – that this team, nearly 20 games into the season, which is nearly a quarter of the season, has looked somewhere between mediocre or worse. That's a problem. And they looked mediocre or worse on Friday – or, excuse me, on Sunday afternoon. They're just—they're not a good team right now. Doesn't mean they won't be, but right now, that's a pretty no, they're, listen, bad team. They're average to below average. That—that's what they are. So their record says nine and nine. Uh, if they lost that game yesterday and they were eight and ten, that might even be actually a better indication of who they've been through the first eighteen games. They're average to below average. They don't play defense. They gave up one hundred and twenty-one points against Chicago, one hundred and nine against Milwaukee, one hundred and thirty against the Boston Celtics. Boston had a seventy-point half. Points yesterday. The Pistons in the first half had a sixty-eight-point first half, and then remember the one hundred and sixteen points that they gave up yesterday. So. Um, they don't play defense as much as we try to sit here. Listen, if that's going to be the new motivation for the Lakers and now they find a way to go on some kind of a run, great, but uh, it has not been a good basketball through 18 games. All right, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. It's Monday. Yes. It's during football season. It is a million-dollar Monday. What Your I'm chance to about. win tickets to go see the Rams and the Jacksonville Jags. Two Sundays coming up in a couple of Sundays at SoFi Stadium. You still got to see SoFi if you haven't seen it. You got a chance to win those tickets and your shot at a million bucks. You need to know your Rams trivia. Rams so be trivia. Ready to answer some questions about the Rams when we come back. Travel. We'll throw out the number. Throw out the number here. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here, Travis and Sleeva Show on seven ten ESPN.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. There are a lot of things we about our your... Every time I hear the music, <laughs> they, I'm Why ready not? To go. It's a football. It's a football thing. I get it. I want to come to your Thanksgiving. That sounds good, mostly because I won't have to do dishes. All right, it is a million-dollar Monday, like Chris just mentioned. We're going to bring you on. We're going to ask you a Rams trivia question. If you get it right, you will win tickets to go see the Rams and the Jags coming up in a couple of Sundays. I believe it's uh, December 5th, so you get a chance to see that game. And you will be entered for a chance to win a million bucks. Al, who would you like to go to first? Uh, let's go to let's go to Gilbert in the Valley. Gilbert, what's going on? Thank you for calling into the Travis and Sleva show. How you doing? Doing G- good, buddy. Gilbert, what is your last name and which city are you calling from in the Valley? I'm from my name is Gilbert Kubias. I'm from uh, Silmar. Okay, Gilbert Kubias from Silmar. Al, what question do you have for him? Okay, this is what we got here. How many times have the Rams gone to the Super Bowl? How many times have the Rams gone to the Super Bowl? Gilbert, you got an answer there, buddy? Five, four, four. There you go. It's quick again. Quick again. You win, Gilbert. Congratulations. Woo! The answer is four. The Rams have gone to the Super Bowl four times. They have won it uh, once. They have dropped it three times along the way. Hopefully they go five and add two wins to it a little bit later on. So you get your tickets. Yep. You get to tickets go. Tickets are there. You're going to Jags and the Rams. That's right. SoFi Stadium, nice. December 5th. And now we need your prediction. Need an AFC team, an NFC team, and how many points each of those two teams will score, Gil? Yeah, I got the Chiefs and the Rams. We're going to go 32-27 Rams win. 32-27. The Rams beat the Chiefs. 32-27. That is Gil in Silmar. Gil, congratulations. Stay on the line. We're going to make sure that we get uh, all your information so we can hook you up for that, Gil. Congratulations. So there you go. That was pretty quick. Yeah, listen, Google's undefeated. (laughs) Google's undefeated. Pretty quick typer. Actually, he was pretty good. Yeah, that that was – I got to four, five, four, and he hit us with the four. Yeah, that's that's not too bad at all. No, it's not bad. By the way, I I mean, obviously, L.A., I get it. And this is, I think, kind of interesting. We know we've had the conversation about you know who's the most popular team in Los Angeles, who are the other popular team. We know that the Raiders are still incredibly popular here. We know that the Chargers are not because last night at SoFi Stadium was, what, 80% Steeler fans, the terrible towels. I mean, that, that incredibly embarrassing. When we've taken this contest, and I don't know what's happening on the other shows exactly, yeah. but almost all of our NFC representation are Rams people. When, when they pick their winner, almost everybody's picking the Rams. It's interesting. Because so, we went from Buffalo to Kansas City to Baltimore. We've seen a bunch of AFC. Tennessee, Tennessee KC, Rams, 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 right on down the line. Yeah, and it's starting to go back closer to how the season started. So as much as people are going to – I think you're going to start getting some more Chiefs again. You know, where, where Casey, you stopped picking. Their defense picking. looks a lot better all of a sudden, defense too. Defense looks a lot better. But just think about that. People were kind of jumping off the jumping off the bandwagon there with the Chiefs. I think they're starting to jump back on. 
Travis Lee's brought to you by Goodyear, with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear, more driven. So Dwayne Casey, the head coach of the Detroit Pistons, I get that you got to have your guys back. I get that you're going to advocate for your players, and even if you think that maybe they're in the wrong, you're going to try to make a case for them. But I'll let you read this quote because this is insane. Well, so Trevor Lane, who uh, senior writer for Lakers Nation, I'm going to read this off. Pistons coach Dwayne Casey said, Isaiah Stewart should not face any further punishment for his altercation with LeBron James. He shouldn't be facing anything, quote, not getting off the court in time. That's a small thing. That's it. The Onion wrote that, right? That's from The Onion or it's a Saturday Night Live sketch or, or something. That yeah, That is a is, ridiculous, ridiculous argument. It is coaches jockeying for their player, right? I get so it. So I'm, I'm going to say this one too. Meanwhile, Frank Vogel called James' action incidental contact. <laughs> a punch to the face that opens up a cut. Well, you got to – if it was – when they say incidental contact – it's not like LeBron is facing, they're seeing each other eye to eye, and he's taking a swing. No. So you can actually use that. No, term incidental, of incidental contact is we both go up for a rebound at the same time, and as I grab the ball and I come down, I catch you with an elbow on top of the head and I cut you. That's incidental. But it's also contact. not the other way. It's where not you're squaring up somebody. Somebody's shooting a free throw, mm-hmm. and I'm going to close my fist and swing it head high as hard as I can. That's not incidental contact either. But here, here's the, the Dwayne Casey thing is it, it's it's. What Isaiah Stewart did, I get it. He got hit in the face. He's cut. He's bleeding. He's angry. I, I under, Okay, we're, we're okay. I understand turning around and looking at LeBron and saying, hey, what the is your problem? Mm-hmm. I, I get all that. I even understand a quick little shove. I even understand throwing a punch, okay? But the, after that, once once they've got you headed back towards the bench, you can't double back. Once you've doubled back and broken the tackle of five security guards, eight assistant coaches, and three teammates, and you're running like you're into Derek the tunnel, Henry, and you're, you're mm-hmm. then after that one, you double back a third time to try to come back again. You are in trying to incite a really dangerous situation. You're trying. It had, cooler heads had prevailed at that point. You need to go in the locker room, get your eyes sewed shut, mm-hmm. and get ready to play in another game. He absolutely was escalating the situation by not leaving the court. He's 110% probably going to get at least three games. He'll get more than LeBron. Probably get five games. He will, yeah, look. Probably Le- get five games. LeBron may or may not get a game. Okay, if he got more than a game, I would be surprised, but I think he'll get a game. Stewart's going to get at least two, at least two. Three probably seems more likely, and if it went north of three, that's the NBA's worst nightmare. What Isaiah Stewart did yesterday is their worst nightmare where he will not stop. He's going to start a fight. That's what happened. Going back, we talked about it on Friday. 17 years ago, the Malice at the Palace, right? Mm -hmm. There was a fight on the court, pushing and shoving. Ron Artest had basically said, you know what, I'm done with this. And he'd gone over, he laid down on the scores table, and next thing you know, here comes the cup, and all hell broke loose. The longer you're instigating those things, the more likely it is that something is going to pop off and become the worst possible situation. And he kept throwing problems into it. He kept making it worse as opposed to making it better. That's the key part right there is does it it seem like the situation is under control or does it seem like there's some times it's not under control? It's it's getting worse. That's when – that's when I think you know it's a good way to putting it. It's the NBA's worst nightmare, or it's the folks, the security in Detroit. It's their worst nightmare because now all of a sudden something that was, 
hey, what the bleep was that? Put these kind of move these two guys away from each other. Issue issue out your flagrant two, your technicals. This put these guys on separate sides, and it's over. It was round one, a little bit more, a little bit more. Okay, now I got full sprint on. Oh, by the way, to just cap everything off, as I'm being pushed towards the. Uh, the tunnel way. I'm actually going to run the opposite way now and see if I can get over to that locker room. Now you got the Laker players looking at the other tunnel like, like where's he coming out? Is this dude There's coming out options. from over here? There's four corners he can come from. <laughs> you don't know. Well, look, you're 100% right. As he's going What if nuts, he got lost? Like, what if he accidentally, you know how you exit? You know if you, am I like, on ground two or one? Did I get on an elevator to go up a flight of stairs? Like, where, what if where's he LeBron? exited I and then there's a security guard saying, sir, you got to have, once you're out, you can't come hey, back in. I'm looking to uh, go fight LeBron James. Do you know where I can find him? Is he on level one? Is he on level four? Where Where's LeBron right now? He's signing up. He's There's a Welk Resort. Uh <laughs> Yeah, he's getting the free uh, picture with the trophy in the backdrop. <laughs> Why not? Let's go through the photo booth. Let's do the whole thing. Where is he? We found him. He uh, just grabbed a Little Caesars pizza. Super nachos and a beer. And he's just going to go chill in the locker room. No, look. When he was going through his coaches, his teammates, the security guards, the police, yep. like Derrick Henry, somebody could have gotten knocked over and gotten hurt. Mm -hmm. Somebody He could have hurt one of his teammates, one of his coaches. That's why his punishment's going to be worse. If it had just been elbow, cut, blood, punch, or attempted punch, or pushing and shoving, I think LeBron probably gets the worst end of whatever punishment is coming next, mm -hmm. but not anymore. Not when you do that. Yeah, the, the coach trying to justify and say, no, that's it. No, no, we, we, we handled it internally. <laughs> yeah, good, good luck. Speaking of NBA coaches, Luke Walton, bye, out at out Sacramento. That that seemed inevitable. You know, actually, I, I got to be honest. I was a little surprised. I thought they'd let. Did him, you never watch him coach a game before? I, I thought, I thought they would let him coach out the rest of the year, and, and that's what I mean by surprised. Because listen, you can go at coach, and and there's come there's fair reasons to do so. That's one of the worst run organizations in all of basketball. Yep. They have a playoff drought since 2006. How many teams make it to the playoffs every year? 16. 31 of them. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally, it's almost impossible to go, to go five years, yeah. seven years without making the playoffs. I thought they'd give them the rest of the year, not because anything was anything new was going to happen, but they lost seven of eight games in a row. They lost, I think OKC was on that list, the Minnesota Timberwolves. There were some teams on there. And you didn't feel like they were going anywhere else. I was talking to uh, I was talking to Michael about this yesterday. You know, he said that the reason why Luke lost his job is because Vlade didn't draft Luca, right? Well, like, sure. Just kind of sure. go back That's to big some of the why. decisions that the front office makes. But it's also, and I'm not I'm not justifying Luke Walton is a good coach. What I'm saying is that. He also was coaching arguably the worst organization in in, in the NBA right now. They, they are that. I, I don't disagree. But you go back to his time with the Lakers. You go back to most of his tenure in Sacramento. The team's not getting any better. There, there's not even those moments where the graph starts sure. to trend in the right direction. And and once you've decided it's time to move on, it's time to move on. Now, whoever gets that job, it feels like a black hole. There's no nobody's really Alvin turning Gentry that thing. Coming in for the time. Okay, being. so I'm glad you said Alvin yeah, Gentry. Yeah. I think Alvin Gentry has been the head coach of every team in the NBA at least three times. Yep. Okay, he's yep. been everywhere there is to go. Luke Walton did not work it's out a good here. Gig, bro. Did not work out here with the Lakers. Yeah. Did not work out in Sacramento. You can go ahead and start the clock on when he'll get another shot. Once you're on the merry-go-round, you might have to sit over there for a year or two or be an assistant somewhere. Yep. 
Look well to be a head coach but in this league. But then that guy will get fired, whoever yeah. you're being oh, an no, assistant no. for, and you'll jump right in. It's the way it goes. It, it is a phenomenally good club to be in, the club of, hey, I coach NBA teams, I'm a head coach. Once you're in the club, you're never really out of it. They get used over and over and over. When was the last time a totally new breath of fresh air came in? Maybe you maybe get one of those a year. Most of them are. Remember when Spolstra came in? Yeah. And that was the video a- guy. O'Reilly's really coaching the team. Uh, not so much. But how how unique of a situation was that? Because it was also a stacked squad, and all those guys that were in the club, Pat's like, I got my guy. We're good. <laughs> all right. We're good. The Pac-12 had another bad weekend, but this weekend might have been the worst one we've seen in quite some time. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thank you to everybody for the fantastic birthday wishes. Thank you, Alan Sliwa, for the delicious cake that you brought in today. That was uh, very, very kind of you to do that. It was a chocolate raspberry cake. It's delicious. Janice and I and Greg have all enjoyed it at this point. Have you gotten into it yet? I'll get into it. I have some time here. You're you're here till what, like midnight? Yeah. uh... We, you should take it so you don't have to get this. your pie for Thanksgiving. Just cut that in half and, <laughs> and take it to sleep with Thanksgiving on Thursday. It's funny. When I when I did that shout out to the market that I go get the pie from, Sure, it's funny, man. You just forget. It's like, hey, I live in San Diego. I've gone yeah. to that place. That just happened every time. It's it's The restaurant I go to on Fridays, yeah. I got that. I mentioned I was going to go there a couple of different Hey, you're going to be there this Friday. I kind of had my head on a swivel on Friday. Awesome. Like, somebody going to, you know, where are they? I was kept waiting for somebody to come by. Well, I heard what you said about the Lakers. I'll see you there. <laughs> what was the guy? Who was the guy that wanted to drive to Temecula to fight somebody over, like, somebody said something about Kobe? Remember the whole, the whole I'll meet you in Temecula, meet me in Temecula, that whole deal? I forget, I forget what it was. There were some two people having a disagreement about something about the Lakers, about Kobe. And, and they want like, to go to Temecula? And some of them were going, well, I live in Temecula. Come and, you know, come and find me. And the yeah. guy did. He drove down there and tracked him down, and there was nearly a, an altercation. Not quite like what we got with the Look, uh, I would be more reasonable in a fight. I'd be like, listen, if you're in Temecula, let's meet halfway. I don't know where you are. Put in your ways. Kind of City see of what's, industry. Yeah, let's, let's just, do something let's just like that. Right okay, sounds good. By the way, I'm going to stop by a convenience store. You want something to drink Get or anything like that? Okay, after our fight, we can uh, re hydrate and, and do those sorts of things the pack 12 thing in history took place this week we, we talked about it on friday that oregon would lose to utah because of course they will not only did they lose they got run what was it halftime like 28 to nothing 28, 28 to nothing yeah it was a they were down four touchdowns at the half bunch of fugazis it, the, the whole, whole pack 12 is a fugazi it the entire conference stinks 
And it's just, it sucks because, look, I'm a West Are those Coast real guy. diamonds? No, man. no. It's the Pac-12, bro. No. If you'd watch Oregon play any game other than the Ohio State game, you're like, well, that team's just not very good. You watch Utah lost San Diego State, who's a really good team. But Utah's lost some games along the way. UCLA has lost some games along so the way. So what you're saying USC is San Diego is State terrible. should be in the college football playoffs. San Diego State would be the San Diego State's the best team on the West Coast, and it's not even close. It's there, there really isn't even a, the only other team that can make an argument to it is Fresno State. Those are the only two teams, certainly in the state of California, that can they can say we're a legitimately good team. We can play somebody and have a. They're not going to beat Georgia or Alabama. But they beat SC. They beat UCLA. They 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 have. Do you know much about soccer? You don't, right? Like professional soccer, the Premier League. I know that they have it. They have it. I think. I think if this is if this is correct in the Premier League, the relegation. If you I love that, I I love it too. I do too. It's fantastic. I think the Pac-12 needs to be relegated. I think they need. But to But do you go have to down. relegate the entire conference? That's my point. <laughs> Call the Mountain West up. All right, you're now the Pac-12. You Air Force, you're in the Pac-12 now. <laughs> you almost have to. That that's how bad that the Pac-12 has been. Because you know, you point out this Oregon Utah game. Ugh. It wasn't a game by halftime. By halftime, it was done. It's a wrap, right? And then you said something in our prep call. You're like, watch. You know what's going to oh, happen? I, for sure. These two are going to face each other in the Pac-12 championship. Vegas. And Oregon's going to win. I think they will. I think that. You know why? Because Utah's not very good either. They were hyped up to knock Oregon out of the the, yep. the college football playoff. They they were at home in front of a very rabid crowd. They got I mean, by the way Utah take one for the team. No 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 no. This is what we're talking about. It's fun to ruin someone else's season. This is sports, right? I'm not here to help you win it. You if you want to win it, you got to no, go take course. it from me. Of course. Um, and Utah. By the way, if we haven't even mentioned this, we talked about James Franklin. We've talked about uh, Luke Fickle, and we've you know Brian Kelly's name got thrown in there, and and Dave Aranda from Baylor. All the coaches we talked about, SC. I've been saying this, and Key would always laugh at me. Trav, they're they're never going to do that, and he might be right. They may never do it. Why you don't ask Kyle Whittingham from Utah to take a look at your USC program? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. He has a Utah program that's getting two and three star players. And he's beating USC regularly. He's beating Oregon. He's beating UCLA. He's winning the Pac-12 South. Okay? why? W- imagine if you had that guy who's putting players in the NFL. I looked at They had eight sure. players drafted in the NFL last season. Why not give him four- and five-star recruits, which is what USC gets, and see what that looks like? I get he's been, in, he's been at Utah 17 years. He's been there a long time, and maybe he's a lifer. Maybe this is, this is exactly what I want. My family loves Utah. I love Utah. Okay. See, keep add another zero. See how he feels. Try it again. Hey, but we're thinking uh, two million. And eh, no, I just okay. How about four? No, I really love Utah. How does six sound? Just, just let's see where that number is before he goes. Well, I mean, Utah's nice. I can come back and visit. I can build my forever home here. See what that guy's got cooking because he knows what he's doing. Pac-12 is out of the top year. twenty-five. We'll just take them out of the top twenty-five. They Utah's don't still get, in. They don't. Utah, well, no. Oregon will stay. Or, in. They're all in. Yeah. I'm just saying that they don't even deserve to have that number from. It's just that, that, that's the frustrating part. And, and listen, you know, we talked about USC losing. What they lose, sixty-two to thirty-three. Mm-hmm. They're four and six nice now game. on the year. UCLA just having their way against the uh, against uh, USC. But it's really a representation of the entire Pac-12. We Nobody are can, gonna get smoked by Oregon State. Then we'll beat a team like LSU and we'll lie to ourselves. We're good this year. No, we aren't, and we're gonna go. You should have went at the USC, Coliseum. not at UCLA. This is a UCLA song. I know. So if we have a game against SC, we'll win, and then we'll lose. 
to Oregon State because we are the Bruins. <laughs> the, the, the whole league. Get the Aztecs uh, in the Pac-12. They got a new stadium. I've been trying. I've Let's been trying. Go. You, you got to be their most famous alumni, not named Kirk Morrison. Kirk's definitely uh, ten times more famous. You know who I found out? So we got I, the San Diego. I want. I, want at, I really genuinely want SDSU in the Pac-12. Like I, I, I would not. I think I'll it would be so great for San Diego to have you know kind of some of these meaningful games. I don't think uh, anybody wants to invite them in. I'll tell you, you uh, bingo. Yeah. SC doesn't want San Diego State in Neither the Pac-12. Does Neither does UCLA. Yep. Because if you can say, listen, why we're we beat those teams. I think they're undefeated. Yeah, they are undefeated in the Pac-12 this year. I think they beat Arizona and Cal. They're, I mean, I know that those are, are bottom and they beat feeders. Utah. They beat, you're right, and Utah too. This is not a bad I, – I cannot believe. But that frustrates me that a USC and UCLA would look at San Diego State, that type of competition, say, oh, no, no, we don't want them in there because it's not in our best interest. You're USC and UCLA. What the hell are you worried about San Diego State for? If USC can get a, a very good brand name, like, for instance, if they get Luke Fickle, yep. great. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm all in. He built the program at Cincinnati. And it will got, probably turn around pretty quick. I, I think it will, too. Yep. And I think that would be a really good hire. However, if LSU gets the first bite at the apple or yep. Florida gets the first bite at it and they get to go take those guys, what I don't want – is some guy coming from a, a mid-level program who's taken a step up, who we've heard, who's maybe been at a big program somewhere before, and now he's getting this job. If we don't get the first choice, if you're an SC fan, if you don't get Fickle or one of those guys, I would love to see them come out with a guy that you maybe have never even heard of, that this is the guy right here. It's going to take a little time, but this is the right guy to lead this thing because th- this this has to change. This this can This is USC, for God's sakes. And they got beat by 30 points at home against UCLA? That can't happen. How embarrassing. How embarrassing for everybody that cares about that football program. You can lose that game once in a while. It's going to happen. It's a rival game. 30 points. They got and, and smoked. That's not a team that had Troy Aikman playing quarterback yesterday. That's not a team that had, you know, Jonathan Ogden on the offensive line or Mercedes Lewis as their tight end or Maurice Jones no, they got Drew smoked. by a bad UCLA yeah. team. It, it's incredibly embarrassing. You got something for this, too? We'll see. I think we're going all fight songs here. We lost. <laughs> UC, UCLA put it on us. We got to have to start over from scratch. We have no chance this year or the year after that. We used to be good when Keyshawn played, and now we lose every week. Awful, awful. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. I can't believe you're taking a day off on Wednesday and I'm coming in to do the show. Me and DeMarco are going to be here and you're just, what are you doing? Probably the best show you guys have. Well, probably. DeMarco shares a certain um, affinity for topics that I do, namely overeating, talking about overeating and finding more ways to talk about overeating. So DeMarco's all in. You guys are going to connect like no tomorrow. I mean, hey, Slee, take some time off next week. You look look like you've been working one, take, a lot a of Laker games. Take, take a Monday. Get caught up along the way. Uh, yeah, so DeMarco on Wednesday. So tomorrow we're going to do our picks. Yeah. Uh, you are on fire. on the, like I'm, I'm not even doing a deal. I'm, okay. I'm really, truly not. Mm-hmm. That We do four games a week. There's 10 points possible. And you're just stacking up 10s, 9s, and 8s like it's the only thing you do. You, you, I had three this week. Emily had five. You had nine. Do you Just know what, smoking people. Do you know what tomorrow is? Tuesday. National Espresso Day. Okay. 
So oh, you're gonna you're gonna get a chance to we'll bring in some coffee tomorrow. Talk about remember by the way, do you remember when um I went to the uh Rams uh, Titans game and before I, anything even happened they popped me for a good 80 <laughs> before I even walked into <laughs> yeah, the uh, right. into the stadium I never got the all the hype about the espresso machine It was broken that day Oh yeah <laughs> Yeah you, you you're not <laughs> allowed the only in thing anymore you were looking forward to I get up there I'm getting ready to go I get a little bite broken. to eat I go over to the espresso machine and big big paper sign sorry out of orders like, Okay I, I, I got a, I got a question before we go to the dump Yeah is there a reason why the NBA is waiting to announce whether LeBron is Can I put suspended? on my conspiracy, my tinfoil hat? Okay. They want him to play against the Knicks, and they'll whack him after it's over. No. They what do you can't. Mean? Why? They, they, they can do whatever they want. They won't no, be nobody's able to going do it. to jail. They won't be able to do that. They're going to have to make a decision today. I think they probably will, but I'm telling you, they, they, they can for? do whatever they want because they're trying to find a way to not do it. Almost That's 3 p.m. Why. over there. That's what, look, we, we all procrastinate. Just because they're the NBA, we all have that thing, I really don't want. Like, if I have to do it, do I have to do it today? Can't I do it tomorrow? Can't I do it the day after that? You keep pushing it back, pushing it back, and you come up with all sorts of lies and excuses and rationalizations for why you do these things. Maybe that's what the league's doing with LeBron, because they don't want him to not play in New York, and they – they have to suspend him for what he did. They, they they really do. You cannot split a guy's eye open with a closed can, fist can I, can I and not something? suspend him. I actually would not be surprised if he's not suspended a game, and I also would not be surprised if he's suspended for one game. Is there anybody else that hits someone with a closed fist in the NBA, opens up a giant cut, where, and it's not in the like a scrum for a loose ball. Sure. That, that, that happens all the time. Yep. But this is a, I'm going to swing my hand behind me, yep. shoulder level or higher, mm-hmm. and I just opened up your eye. He, I think because it's LeBron, I think that there's no you know history of him doing things like this. I, like I said, if he suspended a game, I wouldn't be shocked. If they say, no, he's good to go, here's your $25,000 fine or whatever it is, it is what it is. All right, let's go to the dump. A couple of famous birthdays today, Al. You know okay. who else was born on this day other than yours truly? Jamie Lee Curtis okay. turns 63 today. Huge fan of Jamie Lee Curtis's. Billie Jean King has a birthday today as well, so I'm, I'm in good company. You are um, you are kind of uh, leading the pack. You're leading the pack there. <laughs> Steven Van Sant from uh, Springsteen fame, of course, Sopranos, Silvio Dante, also born on this day. So it's a it's couple busy other day. key uh, movie dates. Yeah, Toy Story. Way back in 1995, Toy. To- I can't talk. It's very good that this is the last segment. Toy Story came out this day in 19 and kind of changed animated movies forever at that point. So I, I think there are movies that. I think there's always been movies catered towards kids, but parents enjoy too. Mm-hmm. Toy Story was fantastic. I don't care if you were three years old or you were 45 years old. It really literally didn't matter. There are two movies taking place at the same time. The movie that's for the adults, that's great, and the movie that's for the kids, yeah. that's great. And you're watching the same movie and you're getting a totally different experience out of both of them. Another good kids movie that came out in 1995, Casino. Yeah, very I similar. Mean, what... I don't know how you could be a kid not growing up seeing Casino. It's just a good movie. <laughs> so what was worse in Casino, the vice or the pen? Because there are both of those things where uh, Joe Pesci kind of loses his cool, one with the vice, the other one in the bar where, is this your pen? <laughs> that doesn't go super great either. Which one was worse? Or Andy losing Buzz? <laughs> I think I'll go pen. 
Yeah, that's the right answer. I don't want to be impaled with a pen along the way. Uh, This day in 2012, Mark Sanchez's butt fumble on Thanksgiving Day, returned by Steve Gregory for a Patriots touchdown. I'm sure Mark Sanchez is thrilled that every uh, November 22nd that rolls around, he gets to relive the butt fumble. Yeah, this comes up. This this conversation comes up. He's doing okay. What what is he doing right? Isn't he doing some of the games? He's on Fox. Yeah, no, yeah no, he and he does a pretty good job on Fox. Yeah. He's pretty good, but, but this he's is living the good life. You know why that thing is him. stuck around for as long as it has, other than it's really, really funny? It's got a great name. Butt fumble is you don't have to everybody knows what it is. Yep. It's easy to remember. It's kind of funny. It's clean. It's all of those things. If you have a perfect name for something, like the kick six, right? It's the kick six. It's the Heidi game. It's the butt fumble. You know exactly what it is. Does uh is that something you think in his life, like he finds do people just come up to him, hey, what's how about that butt fumble? You know it, what I mean? Like It probably went from, I don't want to hear about it, to I'm kind of resigned to hearing about it, to, you know, yeah, that was me. Yeah, I'll how about it. that? I'll Remember when I it. concussed myself on that guy's ass? That was me. Yeah. <laughs> how do people find the pods, Lee? ESPN app or on iTunes, just search Travis and Sliwa. Catch the full three hours, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Anytime you miss any of the show live, you can always catch it on the podcast. We'll be checking it out all day, right? Trying to see if uh, LeBron, if slash when he gets suspended. It, it does feel that he's going to get something. May, hopefully, if, as far as Lakers concerned, maybe he just has to scratch a check. He yeah. doesn't have to miss any games because they clearly need him. They start to need to play a lot better with him. We already know what it looks like without him. Back here tomorrow, 10 o'clock, Mason and Ireland coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.